Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Good morning, Millennials! Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day here in New York. I don't know what day it is elsewhere, but I hope that you all are humping someone you absolutely love today. I, for one, will be partaking with my son, Theo. I'm so happy for you. So happy to see Theo here. He is looking splendid. Theo's just got groomed, so he's smelling like so delicious. I want to like stick my nose up his butt. He's hitting you with that do-do-do-do-do. Where are you? Cutest little do. Uh, it's really feeling like a crunchy angel Dora kind of day. You think? I feel like that's what we need. That's like the daily affirmation that we need today in order to get into the spirit of things. Five, six, seven, eight. Do, 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 Theodora. Do, 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 Theodora. Do, 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 Theodora. Crunchy angel Dora. Beautiful, lovey Dora. Precious man Dora. Longest ears Dora. Love of my life. <laughs> oh my. Oh! <laughs> My you life. swerved on me. Love of you my life. You swerved the fuck on me. <laughs> I'm so Crunchy hurt and embarrassed. Andor. We might have our first <laughs> walk off on this show. Beautiful gems. Disgusting. Perfect Theo. love, Dora. Theo. Love is empty, Dora. Theo, come back. Never letting go, Dora. One. Come here. I wonder what happened. Like, we have to watch it back, see what, like, maybe what did I said do? that hurt his feelings. Theo, I love you. That was so crazy. Please come back. You look so cute right now. He made a choice today. Maybe he wanted you to he be able to. He woke up and chose hurtfulness. Like, maybe he wanted you to be able to see him. No. I don't know. I'm just trying to... At first, I thought he was, like, getting off the couch because he was, like, fucking done with our singing. <laughs> and then not only did he not it turned into disappear, a he just turned his back on me completely. And yeah, and went over to Yarante. Ooh, that is really hard for... I don't know how I can go on with the show and do my job when I've just, like, literally been slapped in the face by my own blood. <laughs> no, I know. Nobody makes like, me bleed my own blood. And that was supposed to be, like, an uplifting tune, and it just turned so dark so fast for you. And on hump day of all days, <laughs> Theo. Wow. Well... We Maybe were, it's trying to tell you something. We planned on having a good show for you guys today, but now I just don't know. I mean, for me, it's going great. Happy for you. Know that I am. Really happy for you. I mean, just, just ignore him. Um, I'm going to do my best. I'm so upset and so hurt, but let's move on because we have a great show for you guys today. It's Wednesday. It's hump day, which means we have Dear Toasters, which I'm super excited about. We should have our Real Housewives of Dallas recap, but I just didn't feel like watching a subpar franchise, especially given all the drama going on in the A-plus franchises yesterday, which we will dive into in the Fast Five. So there will be no TV recap today, and I know like the four people who watch Dallas like will be upset, but... For the most part, the community remains unaffected. Yeah, we'll try again next week. Um, <laughs> just last night, I, we actually, I had such a busy day last night, and last night I did not get home till like 10 o'clock because we were recording Redheads. Then we did our post-Redheads dinner, which was just such a blast. And I was just wiped out. I had been like binge reading and doing all my homework for four days in a row, and I was just like, I can't do homework tonight. Like, I need the night off. So there was no Dallas for me. I'm so sorry to report. And my reasoning is more that I just didn't want to. Yeah. And the new episode of The Redheads drops tomorrow. It is never too late to become a redhead. Ever. Never. Ever. Never. And ever. Snitch, last night when we recorded, she um she dropped her next, her Snitch's Choice. Oh, wow. And it seems super snitchy. I know. I think I'm going to read it. Some of, like, the Snitch's Choice, Snitch has really, like, a cult following in The Redheads, you know, because some of the 
YA stands. Some of her books are the most popular, and then others, Bright Side, are not. But I look forward to a Snitch's Choice. It's been a while. I've actually just read two back-to-back Snitch's Choice. She recommended it. It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, which I read yesterday. And, oh no, I read two days ago. And then yesterday I read another Snitch, Colleen Hoover Rec, November 9th. And it was so cute. Like, when we went to dinner, I joined the Redheads for dinner. And I had 5% left. And, like, it was killing me not to just, like, finish it. But I hate to rush like reading the end when I'm like waiting for like, you know, a quote unquote happy ending. Um, I won't spoil if that happened or not, but it was so good. It was also a five star. Wow. Should yeah. I read it? Um, no, you won't like it. You will like It Ends With Us. Okay. I will add that. That sounds like a good lighter read, but right yeah. now I'm just in a heavy mode and I want to stay there until I can't know more. Well, um, I'm really excited about today's show because like I have so much to say about the Jen Shaw at all. Like my jaw literally hit the floor yesterday when that news broke and like that's where we like spring into action. That's like... For us here at the Morning Toast, that's like the biggest news of the year. Yeah. It's up there with like, honestly, Kim and Kanye getting divorced. I kind of think Allegedly. it's bigger. No, it's just so crazy. Because at least the Kim and Kanye thing, it was sort of a slow burn, but like a di- divorces happen. You yeah. know, the statistics, 50%, that means 50% of the couples that we have ships for, our ships will sink. That's the right. statistic. But for a housewife to be arrested on charges such as these an episode of American Greed like literal season documentary of what she like I'm shook to the core and I think we should just get right into it because we're I think we should too so without further ado it is time for the past without further ado do where are you okay without further ado to Theodora no I can't it's too hurtful maybe he'll come back maybe he'll transition back okay okay to Theodora to Theodora do 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 to Theodora, crunchy angel Dora, beautiful Chemin Dora, love of my life Dora, softest boy Dora, please come back to mommy Dora, stay with your auntie Dora, I don't think this is working Dora, he's chilling hard Dora, Theo, no. wanna come? Wanna come to mama? Wanna come and be my best friend? Come on my crunchy angel man, come on. Don't. Yeah, Jackie let him go. Don't. Your arm. I want to see if he's actually going to leave. Theo, come here. The tail come is on. wagging. Come on. The tail is come wagging. Come on, back to your mama. Come on. No, okay. He likes to that tickles. Okay, without further ado, it is, did we hit the crunch yet? I don't know. No, okay. okay. But we do have the crunchy dinner yeah, right, right. And now we're going to hit you with the crunch because without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Way out. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Bruch. Bruch is basically the toothbrush of the toaster community. If you don't know what the Bruch is, it is the best and most affordable uh, electric toothbrush on the market out there right now. It's so fabulous. I've been using it for, I feel like it's like eight months now. And honestly, I've seen such a difference in the way my teeth feel, my breath. My dentist even complimented me on my brushing skills. And I told her, ma'am, It's all about the brush. The brush comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks and it comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. But if you're you're traveling for less than four weeks, you don't need to bring the charger, which is fabulous. They also offer a subscription program, so you never forget to change your brush head again. Brush will ship you new replacement heads every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. The design is super sleek. The electric toothbrush has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design, and it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors that looks great on your bathroom counter. We can both attest to that. Jackie and I both have the millennial pink. It's like a blush. It's very elegant. really matches the rose gold accents in my bathroom. And it comes in tons of colors, but I really like that one. And the magnetic charging stand is like very elevated. Sometimes I feel like, first of all, a lot of electric toothbrushes charge over $200 for a toothbrush, which is insane. And then they come in like this big, bulky, like robotic looking stand. This one looks like it was designed by Elon Musk. Just like so sleek, so elevated. Elon so everything. love. If you want to get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and your refill plan, use the promo code TOAST at Bruch.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Check it out. Pretty much every toaster on the planet has their Bruch now, so if you don't, don't want to feel left out, you should just do it. Wake up in the morning. Feeling like brushing my teeth. <laughs> I just wish my breath would get better. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of it, but nothing seems to stay the same until the Bruch, yeah. Okay, first story. Waking up in the morning, thinking about Jen Shaw's arrest. I just wish she would stop telemarketing. She would. <laughs> you guys, first story. The, the only. only story. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City's Jen Shaw has been arrested, charged in a telemarketing fraud scheme. Okay, Jen, here are 
let's just give straight facts, okay. then our opinions. Jen Shaw is facing federal charges for her alleged involvement in a nationwide telemarketing scheme. The reality star was arrested on Tuesday alongside Stuart Smith, one of her assistants who has also appeared on the Bravo series. They have both been charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Quote, Jen Shaw, who portrays herself as a wealthy and successful business person on reality television, and Stuart Smith, who is portrayed as her first assistant, allegedly generated and sold lead lists of innocent individuals for other members of their scheme to repeatedly scam, Manhattan U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss said in a press release. In actual reality and as alleged, the so-called business opportunities pushed on the victims by Shaw and Smith and their co-conspirators were just fraudulent schemes motivated by greed to steal victims' money. Now these defendants face time in prison for their alleged crimes so the crimes the charges are that they victimized 10 or more persons over the age of 55 through Aww. wire fraud and telemarketing and that carries a maximum sentence of 30 years damn and there's one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years wow okay so let me just walk you through my thought process when when i broke this news when i heard this news so I heard it, and my mind immediately went to her being arrested. I assumed that there was a video that was released like six months ago. I guess someone secretly recorded her in her house of her like physically and that verbally. Was last, that was like one month ago. What did I say? Six months. Oh, I hadn't even no, watched Real Housewives. I have Salt Lake no City. concept of time. Yeah. Um, she was verbally and physically like assaulting and attacking one of her assistants. So when I saw that she was arrested, I just assumed that it was for that. Like I didn't even question it. And then I read this like whole statement, and I've honestly never been so shocked. And so not shocked at the exact same time. Like, I didn't know how to describe what I was feeling because I was, like, surprised. But this just felt like it was supposed to happen. No, it explained so much. Yeah. Like, all of the questions about her finances, finances that we've had over the course of the season. No, and, yeah, continue, sorry. Um, And, no, I was shocked that, like, this is at this level. Like, this is a federal case. This like, is an American Greed and episode. this is so, this, yeah, no, like, textbook American Greed. I watched an episode about, like, a telemarketing scam once. It was, like, huge, and it was so upsetting. Like, like the, defrauding all these old people who don't know better. Right, like, who, their savings, like, just. Retirement. So, so upsetting. So, like, to think of the actual crime that was committed here is, like, so morally corrupt. The morally corrupt Jen Shaw. A hundred percent. Title of today's episode. And so, there's two facets to the story it's one it's the crime and like this is a this would be a big story. criminal news story regardless of whether or not she's a real housewife agreed and then the other part is like they were filming they are filming she was filming that day and she left she got a right. call and she left and five minutes later the fbi showed up to where they were filming and apparently like some of the women spoke to federal officers right so what i'm seeing from like bravo blogs which of course is not 100 percent valid but i feel like for the most part they kind of nail it the women are going on a trip they're in heber right now which we've actually been to heber in utah um been. and they were flying to colorado and they're getting ready and the women are all together jen i guess got tipped off by someone like maybe her lawyer that the fbi were like literally coming to raid her ass and she just bounced said there was a family emergency when i don't know where she went but she got um went to coach shaw and then I guess she, like, surrendered herself. Because I saw a video of her walking in and out of, like, the county precinct or whatever it's called. Yeah. Looking fire, not to mention. Well, I Where's think mugshot? also um, she had just, a, like, I saw on Instagram that she had just been in Glam. Yes, like, for the, right before, For filming. For filming. So that will be crazy that they have that on camera. But I want to talk about, like, what we expect Bravo to do about this. Well, it's something similar we're dealing with with, Tom and Erica Girardi, even though Erica is the main character on the show and Tom is like a extra character who's going through the legal stuff, I do think we'll see more of Jen Shaw's than we will Erica Jane's. You think Jen Shaw will stay on the show? Oh, you mean, I mean, I think that this footage is not going to waste. No, but like... After, this, after the second season, I've, there's a strong possibility she'll be in jail. And But Teresa went to jail and they waited for her. I don't know if they can wait 30 years, but... Yeah, I don't think the franchise say, will still be on say, by then. I mean, uh, the legal system has to do what they do, but it's going to be a very long time. And, and I just don't understand how now... And it's like we always say about, like, cancel culture. There's a difference between committing crimes and, like, saying offensive things. Like, I don't know how a person who has committed crimes such as these, what she's accused of how you don't get fired for that. Right, because I guess, like, the, the only really comparison here is Teresa Judice. And, and, and now, in hindsight, it's like, why did Bravo right. choose that course of action for Teresa Judice? Well, it was the best thing for the show. Yeah, but, like, she... She defrauded the government, which, like, fuck the government. Honestly, I, I don't agree with what she did, but, like, 
I'm like, all right, I no, can understand someone not wanting to pay their taxes. It, you you're know? more sympathetic towards um, someone who defrauded the government versus someone who towards, defrauded no, ten or more, more elderly people. Like, you're more sympathetic towards Jen Shaw's victims than you are to Teresa's victim, which was the, the government. government. Right, but they're both wrong morally, 100%. ethically. They're both wrong. But I guess this, like, I never questioned Teresa coming back because I didn't really feel like she hurt anybody in her crimes and the way it was portrayed was that it was really joe's crimes and yeah. he forged Teresa's signature and she was a mere victim in all this and she kind of took the brunt of his sentence but with this jen shaw thing it's all i don't think coach shaw was a part of it yeah and also i think the erica jane situation sounds similar where this is yes. tom's legal battle his crimes and erica is you know associated with it but it right so Erica and Teresa are on a similar page, but Erica's probably not going to jail. But this is the first time where a housewife herself has been, like, the mastermind of this, like, Ponzi scheme or whatever it was. Yeah, I just, I don't know how. No, it would make no sense to me if they ever hire her for a job again. Well, I do think that she will definitely be the center of season two because I don't know how you have this footage and you just ethically don't use it. Like, it's too good. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Like, right now, she has a contract. Like, she's part of the season. And yes, this is so the biggest deal ever. But I think after this, like, I just, it would make no sense to me and it's inconsistent if, like, other shows and cast members are being fired for other offenses and then a person who, like, defrauded innocent people it's really sad for her actions yeah no like this is obviously like salacious and like it's crazy but when you read about what she actually did like it's super sad especially because literally this morning I was reading post and toast after dark and some girl shared that like something really similar happened to her mom like she got a phone call whatever and they drained her entire savings yeah so it's like it's something really real that happens to a lot of people it is something that I think a lot of people know you like warn of like grandparents like if you get a call like do not give them your information yeah. but like people are are just trusting n- trusting and naive and, and if you get a call saying like your car insurance is running out like you need to make a payment like uh, why wouldn't you believe that well, yeah exactly if you're so, an older person who doesn't understand this stuff so most people like are aware of these sorts of scams and it's like it's been Jen Shaw on the yeah, other it's the craziest and thing. not only does she defraud people she then sells the lists of the gullible the successful people marks and yeah. she gets a percentage of the next scams success that's fucking terrible honestly I will never understand like people who are enwrapped in criminal schemes and who decide to go on t- reality television yes well but then it's like she must have been doing this for a really long time. So you get so comfortable, you almost probably forget you're doing anything illegal. This is just what I do for work. Yeah, but also it's like hiding in plain sight. You yeah. Know? Yeah, no, that never works. No, it's really... It's so crazy, like, first of all, that it happened while they were filming, and second of all, like, the level at which her um, crimes were. Like, because for me, like, what... To, and I can keep comparing it to Teresa, because what Teresa did is, like, what a lot of, like, rich people do. They, like, evade taxes and they go to jail. Like, it's a common white collar crime right yeah so when I like I just was not expecting like Jen Shaw to be like a corrupt person who like defrauds innocent people out of their life savings like that's just not what I saw so for that her. like she can have a full chalet outfit yeah. chalet and like put on this front but now hindsight is twenty twenty, and like we said it even when it was happening like nothing about her finances made sense at all I know but like she's not the first housewife to, whose finances didn't make have sense have you met Kim Zolciak I n- that ma- that makes more sense. No, it makes no sense. No, it makes more sense. But then even remember at the reunion where she talked about how she like owns all these successful telemarketing companies. Yeah. I guess she didn't lie. No, not at all. But we just didn't read between the lines because we didn't know there was anything to say. But like I will always be that believing and or naive that like when you tell me you run a marketing company, I'm not just going to assume that you're defrauding people. No, but I just do think it's funny how like for the most part, the stands of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City were so invested in Mary's finances this season. Like how does she own churches and restaurants and all these homes? And it doesn't make sense. And Andy kind of grilled her at the reunion. And Jen Shaw just kind of like skated by like, yeah, I own a marketing company. Yeah, very true. Everyone was waiting. Like I think if they're yesterday, if we had had a Quiz, who's fi- who's about to get, like, Mary. you know, arrested for a criminal Mary. enterprise? You Just know? in terms of how confusing their in finances ter- and are. And in t- terms of how Bravo portrayed it to us. Yeah, like, I would say Mary. Also, um, I didn't watch Watch What Happens Live last night, but they're pre-recorded, so, like, I doubt Andy said anything. So I'm just really curious if, like, tonight we'll hear anything. I mean, this is really the biggest Real Housewives news. Since Teresa. I guess since Teresa. It doesn't feel as big because Salt Lake City is such a new franchise and like I don't think they had 
But this could really be the thing that puts Salt Lake City on the map. I Maybe just really hope that, that this behavior is not rewarded in any way because it's beyond anything we've ever seen. It's reprehensible is the word. Beyond. 30 the morally years, corrupt, corrupt Jen Shaw. I just like, I'm shook. No, it's I'm so shocked. crazy. Um, we will keep you abreast, of course, on all things Jen Shaw in the coming weeks. And just if somebody calls you asking to refill your car insurance, why don't you just call your car insurance company directly? Well, I get those calls all the time. Me and too. For me, like I always hang up because I'm like, I don't even have a license. So I know this is a I scam. don't have a car. Do you think now with Jen Shaw's enterprise like going under that maybe I'll get those calls less? Like maybe it I was think, Jen on the other line. I think Jen Shaw is one of thousands of people doing this. I agree, but I get so many calls. Like maybe I'll get less. It, maybe you'll get less for sure, but it's not the end. She wasn't like the end all be all. But maybe like she, maybe she'll be like Rick Singer and sing. Like and, a bird. Like a bird and and give up some of the other companies that she's worked with. Wow. And then if I could see a direct result like in my inbox being less flooded, that would be exciting. I'll never forget like when me and Ben were like 21, he called me in the middle of the day and he is freaking out. He's like having a heart attack. The IRS called him. And when he told me, I, I actually knew for a fact the IRS does not call. They mail you. And he had been like, before he even called me all day, like spinning about this like bill. He owed like $30,000 to the government. He didn't know how. Freaking out. He finally called me and I'm like, Ben, like the IRS doesn't call. They just, they, they mail. That's it. And he like literally, like I've never seen someone go from so worried to so relieved in the course of 10 seconds. Like it was crazy and that's literally like what Jen Shaw does like instills the fear of God in people so they just hand over their money yeah no the IRS doesn't call and I think everyone needs to know that the IRS does not call they will always mail you certified mail trust me I've gotten a couple letters from the IRS to make your panties drop and it'll it'll send a shiver down your spine but they don't call yeah so that's why I just don't pick up the phone ever ever unless you're facetiming me and you're a member of my family yeah don't pick up the phone. It's the only way to get through. Yeah, because for the most part, like really important information about your car or IRS, it comes in the mail. It does not come in the form of a phone call. Yeah, I just like, I don't need to hear from people on the phone. No, I don't either. Would well, you- we'll keep you abreast of the situation. It's a crazy one. Yeah, no, we will definitely keep you abreast. It's so important to be kept abreast, especially on situations as severe as this. 100%. Next up, Ariana Grande is joining The Voice as a coast. Coast. The Voice. I love The the Voice coasts. She's joining The Voice as a coy. (laughs) Ariana Grande is joining The Voice as a coach, replacing Nick Jonas. This is, like, really crazy. Let me tell you why I think it's so crazy. Okay. One, like, why Nick Jonas leaving? I'm sure he just has a project. They they come in and out. Always. You think he has a project? Spajamin. Right. This is not, that's not why it's so crazy. To me, I feel like this is a huge step down for Ariana Grande. Like, I'm, I'm actually shocked that they must be paying her, like, $40 million. Like, dead serious. Because this is so good for The Voice and so, like, not good for Ariana Grande. I'm just shocked. It's just so, like, in my opinion, don't come for me, beneath her. Okay, I can understand how you would see that. But let me argue it through a different lens, sure. shall I? First of all, I agree. They're paying her so much money. She's going to bring in a new generation of fans. But also, being a judge on a talent show, especially, I would say, The Voice is top two of the talent shows in our country there's right now. There's only two, yeah. Well, actually, there's, no, there's America's so Got Talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many. So I'd say top two in our country makes you, once you are a judge on one of those shows, it turns you into icon legend status. You are like a forever sort of Agreed. person like that. Cemented so in. I think that while, yes, it's kind of like for retirees on their way down, while she is very much ascending, I think it, it does cement her status as an icon, which she, we already know that she is. Yeah, I don't think she needed this job to cement that. Like, I just need to put my AirPods in and listen to Rain On Me to know that she's an icon. No, you, I hear what you're saying. You know that. But like just in the to mainstream of music, like yeah. when you are a judge on The Voice, you're with John Legend, Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton, Alicia Keys, like the... The group, it's a prestigious one. See, like, also, I don't know. You're really... saying she probably made $40 million, and I, I agree with you. She does not stop working. She does album yeah. tour, album tour, and I think, like, she does really well, but, like, this will probably be the easiest paycheck of her life. 100%. Like, if I was a celebrity, I, well, kind of am a celebrity, but 
if I was like a famous singer, like I would be gunning for a red chair. Like, first of all, I feel like it's fun to hang out with the other coaches. It's easy work and it's so much money. Like I always think about, remember those years where X Factor was on and like they had Demi Lovato and Britney Spears and they had like a nice rotation of people. I remember hearing like Demi Lovato got paid $25 million to do that. So like it's the easiest job and then you just get to like tell people they're good singers or bad singers. Like that's literally what I do for free on right. a daily basis. And I also think that if you are a singer who's super talented and also very musically inclined, like it's a great way to sort of showcase another side of your yourself where it's like oh I'm also really smart and yep. like into music theory and so I think it assuming that you have those chops it's a great place to showcase it yeah I also just think in the pandemic like people are you know looking for new ways to make money and so I still think this is weird um but I'm happy for the voice because this was obviously like a huge thing for them and I'm happy that Ariana Grande is making easy money I just I don't think that these shows are necessarily for retirees because I wouldn't consider pretty much any of the voice or American Idol judges to be retirees like maybe Katy Perry like she's pretty much retired from music but I just think it's the- just put out an album <laughs> she did like yeah over the summer oh I guess Daisy's was pretty good okay yeah so not it's not for retirees no, but I it's just say- for people who are kind of set in their careers yes and also not in any sort of negative way but people who have reached their peak not saying they're coming down but they're either at their they have ascended yeah yeah. They have ascended. They're not ascending. Right. Were you ascended or were you ascending? But see, with Ariana Grande, <laughs> she just like keeps breaking new barriers, glass ceiling, what? Like, so it's just interesting. It's kind of like a new thing. It's like ushering in a new generation of, first of all, fans for The Voice, but also now potential judges for all these shows because she just is not the stereotypical person I would think of. I also think that she has a really funny personality. Yes. And I'm sure she's looking forward to showcasing that. And I think if she, it, you know, some celebrities are like, boring as fuck and maybe like going on a show like this would sort of expose them as like being sort of like nothing of the sort like I have a good voice but like what else so who is it now it's it's Blake Shelton John Legend Kelly Clarkson Ari that's pretty good Mm -hmm. it's actually crazy that from the original four Blake Shelton is like pretty much the only one still there um no he is the only one still there and he's actually also like the one coach who has like the most wins under his belt yeah okay so say you're on the voice and all four chairs turned for you out of this panel wow whose team are you on I'm either going to choose Kelly or Ariana and I'll, that's so hard because I'm just trying to think of like who could actually like mentor me. I don't know how it works, like if they actually mentor the people, but if I could have like one of these singers mentor me, I mean, I want to say Kelly because I like love her, but I would probably say Ariana because like her vocal range, like I feel like she can actually teach me something. And also, Kelly. also like the odds of you winning, probably small, but like I feel like have you, you and, heard me sing? You and Ari could become like good friends. Yeah, no, and actually that does happen a lot. Like, does with, it? Yes, Miley Cyrus became really good friends with someone, one of her contestants, who ended up passing away. Oh, and Ray Lynn is really good friends with Blake Shelton. That's still. true, and also Miley became friends with um, I forget her name, but then she came on the breath. Remember who? Uh I can't remember. Darby Ann. Hold on. I have no recollection. Hold on. But no disrespect to Darby. I just have a bad memory. No. Sh- oh, I think you. Know, you know what? Margo hosted with me that day. That makes sense. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just get her name because she was so cute. And Darby Walker. Yeah. Cute. Darby Ann Walker. Darby Ann Walker. Cute. So yeah, like they actually do become friends. So yeah, I think if I could take like a friendship with any of them, I don't know, wouldn't it be bad to be friends with Blake Shelton? Yeah. But probably Ari, yeah. 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 I think there's all great choices, you know. Agreed. Well, it's the one you got, so. It's, oh, good, I got Ariana. <laughs> good, because that's the one you got. <laughs> Anyways, next stories, a little Broadway news, two musicals that I think might pique your interest oh. coming to Broadway. Diana, the musical. Oh, God. We are beating this horse. Like, sets Broadway opening date after Netflix debut. Diana, the musical about the late Princess of Wales, will resume performances at the Long Acre Theater on December 1st with an opening night of December 16th. That's one year and eight months after the production's originally planned opening of March 31st never happened due to coronavirus. I mean, I guess now that I think about it, even though I do feel like the story of Diana has been beaten to a pulp and like if we get one more documentary, like I don't know what I'm going to do. When it comes to the theater and Diana, they both have huge gay audiences. So I actually think like this is good for the gays. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's going to be a great musical. It's also weird that it's happening like in London, not Broadway. Like a lot of shows start out on London and then like go to Broadway. Yeah. But um, it's just like, you know, it's hitting a little close to home. No, but it's on Broadway. It is on Broadway in America? Yeah. I thought you said London. Did I say London? No. I don't think so. Okay, because that makes more sense. Because Americans are like infatuated with Diana. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that'll just be exciting that, like, Broadway's happening again. That but, is true. And I, I don't, like, I don't go to Broadway shows, so I'm not even going to say, like, maybe I'll see it. Oh, I go to a few Broadway shows, like, when I feel it's necessary. And then every couple of years I have to just re-see Wicked. I saw it most recently with Jessica Vosk. She was stellar. Um, I definitely won't be seeing this, but I wish all the actors the best of luck. Break a leg. Break a leg. And then also a little more Broadway news. Game of Thrones prequel play is in the works for Broadway. Huh. Mm-hmm. Is there also a prequel show in the works for HBO, right? Uh, or was yes, it like there's several there are several spin-off shows in the works at HBO, but yeah, the play and also George R. R. Martin, like literally yesterday, just signed a bigger deal with HBO to produce like eight more shows. Love to see it. The play will be a prequel story reportedly centered around the great tourney at Harrenhal, which took place 16 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Harrenhal is mad spooky. Yeah. Um, so What's Harrenhal? I think Harrenhal was where Arya went when she was on her way back to the north and it was like... Um, like the port town? Like the boat town? No, it was like... It was almost like a prison there. And that was where she served Tywin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that at Casterly Rock? No, that was... We never went to Casterly Rock. The Lannisters never went back. Really? Isn't yeah. that where, though, like, spoiler alert, Peter Dinklage killed his dad? Casterly Rock? No, that Black? was in... Um, that was in regular... King's Landing? King's Landing, yeah. Harren Hall. I really miss our Game of Thrones recaps. I miss them so much. Finger yeah. in the bum? Harren Hall was the one that was, like, half burned down from like the dragon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of like a spooky, ghost town. Spooky. Super, super spooky. But I guess 16 years ago it wasn't burned down. That's why it's probably like a, b- a bustling metropolis. No, it probably was burned down because the dragons were from so long ago. So, but I guess maybe, we'll have to see. But they had a tourney and like now they're going to be... A tourney. Yeah, I can't say tourney. No, I know. <laughs> they had a tourney and now they'll be on Broadway. I really... Um, like, I miss our Game of Thrones recaps, like, so desperately. Maybe we should start another podcast where we watch Game of Thrones from the beginning and recap it. It sounds like a lot of work. I know, but I, lo- I miss Game of Thrones, Me period. too. I'm, I'm going to rewatch it at some point. Yeah. Not you- lady! So good. So good. Except that rewatching Those, it will yeah. make you hate Sansa. Those first few seasons, like, with the Joffrey Sansa of it all, like could not stand Sophie Turner's character. She did end up okay, but like she just got a free pass when she was literally the woe of fucking Game of Thrones. No, but she she endured a lot. She endured a lot. It literally took five years to get over like the betrayal of Sansa. Yeah. The, like what she did. The familial betrayal. Yeah. So upsetting. So upsetting. Okay, well that's the Broadway news and I look forward to Broadway coming back and we'll have a turny the musical. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Sure. Chrissy Teigen graces the cover of People's Most Beautiful Issue. Also, the beautiful issue is here, and Chrissy Teigen's on the cover with her kids. She said, I've learned how strong I am. I mean, that's Chrissy. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm, like, getting a little Chrissy fatigued, like, recently. I go in and out because I really feel like sometimes when I feel like Chrissy Teigen is being annoying, it's just, like, the media making her annoying, and it's Mm -hmm. like she didn't actually do anything. But now I just feel like I'm being inundated with a lot of Chrissy news, and it's, like, always so mundane. It's literally Chrissy's mindless news, and I'm just, like, kind of over it. But the beautiful issue is, like, you know, sexiest issue. It's a big deal, and it's And she's stunning, so. And she's stunning, beautiful, stunning, and smart. Yeah, and And she has her kids on the cover. It's cute, it's cute. Yeah, we should start a magazine, and we should have the beautiful, stunning, and smart issue. Yes, every week. (laughs) Us. Yeah. Oh, look. No, one week it's me. And it's like, oh, I wonder who it'll be next week. Oh, it's Jackie. Wonder who it'll be next week. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Chrissy's beautiful, and that's what you need to know. And people think so, too. Yeah. I have this is like a nothing about, burger. No, I know, but it's like... People care about these things. Yeah, I've been they thinking about They care more about, about like, sexiest man alive. Them. And that's like, and that's on them. And, and that's so, on misogyny. And that's on misogyny. Like, we talk about Sexiest Man Alive, we need to talk about Most Beautiful. Yeah, but like, I think they're, like, it's so clear that um, People Magazine is trying to be like politically correct because the men's issue is Sexiest Man Alive. The beautiful issue for women, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, but I actually think, like, I don't know if that's politically correct. Like, no, it's like, we should be treated equal, like yeah. Sexiest Woman Alive, but it's like objectified. It's too, it's like a minefield of like, <laughs> of misogyny like well we're too sexy but we're not saying they're sexy enough oh but they're not the same women as men. have to be sexy yeah like it's very confusing so i guess this is what they landed on yeah um i had been thinking about chrissy and chris's clean clean cleans company okay why i just like i saw an ad for it yesterday and i'm just like wondering how is it out going yeah oh. and i saw an ad for it like on a bus 
Oh, marketing dollars. Yeah, not a bus. A bus station. Stop. Bus stop, yeah. Bus station? You know, like, they make them nice now with the whole with, it's a bus TV. Stop. It's a bus stop. It's a bus stop. Fine. Yeah. Bus, bus station is like, you know, you're getting out of your with small your town. Port Authority. Yeah, right. Yes, okay, fine. <laughs> but I'm sure they do have ads for it at Port Authority, too. 100%. 100%. Um, no, so they're really going big with like, it's not just like we send PR packages to Chris's kids. It's like, right. No, they're going balls to the wall. MTA. Yeah. No, they're like getting in good housekeeping and shit, you know? Yeah. No. And I think that like, it's a good idea for a company and I hope that it's prosperous. Yeah, me too. More money for the Kardashians. Less for me. <laughs> Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Already? Yeah. yeah. It's a little travel news. Ooh, a little travel news. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, MD middle seats. Delta is selling the whole plane starting on May 1st. I was really hoping this was going to be a lasting change. I know. I do feel like excited though that like that is a signal that we're transitioning out of the pandemic. Like I, I know things are different. Like you can feel it in New York. There's traffic. Like restaurants are open. Clubs are open this weekend. We're Even definitely- though like not one club is actually opening. We just learned. Like yeah. we tried to make a plan to go to a club this weekend but like none of the clubs are opening because like who can actually profit at the percent operate. capacity. Yeah. Like what are you doing? But whatever. So like it definitely feels like we're out of this we're almost there um and so this is just like another like flag like we're still almost out but of course i do wish that they were never selling middle seats again of course but they have the seats and they're gonna sell them and if we've learned anything um over the last year it's like airline greed is so real i just have to say and they had to shelf their greed for a whole last year so you know they're gonna come it's killing them bigger and greedier than ever yeah that's what actually tpg said i did a patreon episode with him like a few weeks ago and I was telling him, I like, it's such a delight to travel now without all these restrictions, without change fees. Um, and he was like, yeah. And I'm like, do you think that like the change fee will come back? He said, the change fee is not going to come back because the airline said like they're gone forever, but they are going to come back in like different fees, like dressed in new clothing. Like, you know, like it's like not a change fee. It's like a flange fee. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that meme of like one person wearing a trying different make, wigs, like trying to make new accounts. It's the change fee coming for you. Yeah, literally. So like. That's why it's been such a delight for people to travel in like the last month or two because it's like so unique and like this will never happen again. I do have to say though, I've traveled like not if not a lot of times. I've maybe been on a plane like like two, three times in the last year and I flew Delta and United and both times I saw them all having middle seats like completely sold. So I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, okay. I've actually been on a lot of planes this year. Low key, look at me. Um, hey, look, look at, at me. me. And Delta, I've always seen, does not sell that middle seat. But then other airlines, American sells the, full, the whole ass plane. Um, and yes, it has been, it's been nicer to travel, but... It's also been like fraught with other anxiety. Yeah, of course. And so I don't know which one I would prefer. But do you remember last year when like all this stuff was happening with the airlines and we thought there was going to be like such a major change like in the way we sit? Remember how like there were all those diagrams being sent around of like airlines no longer doing three rows, uh, two rows of three, but they were going to have, you know, two people sitting Facing besides each other. Each, yeah. yeah. Like that, what happened to that? Where was the ingenuity? I agree. They like, lost I, their ingenuity. I understand things need to change back from like how they are now, but this doesn't mean they have to go back to how they how were. How bad they were. How bad they were. Like we're surprised there was a global epidemic that killed hundreds of thousands of people. Have you ever seen the way we travel? Like, of course. We're literally sitting on top of each other for 11 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, of course this happened. Maybe we should now learn and like, I don't know, give people like a little bit more space to sleep on an 11 hour flight. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So I, this, these, this story was actually reminding me of a year ago when like every story, like we would have every day where it's like something closed and like the NBA is not, yeah. and now Disneyland's closed. And so now it's like these sorts of stories about like things changing back to open. It's like extremely slow, but it's better than nothing. I also was recently thinking about that guy from the NBA, like who touched all the microphones like as a joke. Remember that? And that's why they shut down the NBA. Is that, that's not why they shut down yes, the NBA. Because he tested positive and he touched all the microphones as a joke on his way out of a press conference. And he literally tested positive that night. But I, that was just like an aside. They were they were already not playing games because of the coronavirus. No, no. I'm literally 100% sure that I think his name is Rudy. Like that's why they shut it down. I don't. That's all not, the reporters and all the teams, two teams, like they had to shut it down. Okay. Like, that's not how I, you might be right. But that's just not how I remember it. I just remember it was like. I think we're Jillian no, says like, we're both right. Rudy did that. He did that shit. But the NBA 
shut down regardless of Rudy because like there's a pandemic. No, I think like that was the they were the cat Rudy was the catalyst like to the whole thing. You know what? I'm sure someone's gonna let us let know. us know multiple yeah. people. Um, okay, so it's Wednesday. We're gonna do Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment, and Dear Toasters is brought to you by New X CBD. New X's mission is to provide their customers with the highest quality products at a reasonable price. With years of experience in sourcing, manufacturing, and developing CBD, their goal is to make CBD accessible to the masses. They never sacrifice quality, and all of their products are natural natural, pure, and tested. So they have a couple products that I'd like to highlight. My personal favorite is the gummies. They taste great. It's their best seller. They have 15 milligrams of broad spectrum CBD per gummy. They're vegan and made with all the best natural ingredients. So that includes no artificial flavors, colors, sweeteners, and they're THC free. They're USA grown hemp and they are lab tested. So it's perfect for someone who's like trying to ease into CBD. I take a gummy pretty much every night. Um, it's a fun way of taking it. They taste delicious. And if you get a consistent dose every time, which is really hard. I've like tried a lot of CBD companies and with the gummies, it's like they're not dosed evenly and it's really confusing. Um, so these ones are $9.99, which is a really good price. And it's a consistent dose every time. They also have a ton of other products. And if you want to go to their website, it's newxnu-x.com. You could purchase some of their great products and you can use the discount code TOAST for 20% off for a limited time. Again, that's nu-x.com. Use code TOAST for 20% off. They have an entire on-the-go collection that offers all products under a $10 price point, which is perfect for those trying out CBD for the first time. So that's nu-x.com. Code TOAST for 20% off. Love it. Let's go. Dear Toasters is our advice segment. If you ever want to write in, we can do it completely anonymously. You can write in about anything in your life that you're going through. And the email is deartoasters at gmail.com. Hello, Jackie and Claudia. Hi. I've officially been a toaster for one year now, and I'm so thankful for the joy the toast, toast has brought into my life. Welcome. My boyfriend and I have been together for about four years. We are very serious and close with each other's families and have always been. Before I even knew who he was, he was in a very toxic on and off long-term relationship with a different girl. A little backstory, when he and I first started dating, she was still very crazy and tried to create problems with us. Eventually, she left us alone and one day even followed me on Instagram. I thought it was weird but tried to see it as an olive branch for the trouble she had caused. So I followed her back and I've been following her ever since. Since following her, I noticed my boyfriend's mom, oh no, also follows her. Oh not a, no. Not a huge deal. I get that they dated for a while before I came into the picture. This girl also has a new boyfriend now and I noticed that my boyfriend's mom kind of literally likes all the photos of her photos except the one where she's with her boyfriend. So are you following? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of strange, right? Recently, his ex has also started a business venture. Come to find out my boyfriend's mom follows the page on Instagram and likes the Facebook page. The business is literally a few months old, so she obviously went out of her way to do this. The issue is I'm not very good at internalizing my feelings. This bothers me so much because where is what are his mom's intentions? It makes me feel as though she likes her so much and wishes her son was still with her, and that's why she's still so involved in her life. This is only stuff I can see, so like, is she close with her in other ways? My question is, do I just have to live with this and try not to overthink? Do I mention it to my boyfriend? He doesn't follow her and hardly uses social media anyways this seriously eats away at me every time i see my boyfriend's mom and 232 others like this photo please help sincerely a jealous toaster this is weird because like it's nothing but it's also something yeah and i want to be like you should just tell your boyfriend like that you know this bothers you and like do you think that it means something but then you also like look sort of crazy like stalking his ex-girlfriend's facebook business page like what no are no you not doing? even that the likes but, of but i'm not saying you're crazy but it could look no you're crazy. onto something for sure a hundred percent i have a woman, question the I mom obviously for, like lives for the ex-girlfriend i have a question for toaster okay does the mom like all of your photos do you have a business or something that you're passionate about that the mom likes and follows on facebook like maybe it's just you know like moms are really active you're right about that super active just like wanting to support some people like i, I mean i i imagine just like follow people that they know and then like every single photo on their feed no, but, you're, like that come through. So like it could be benign, but it could be not. No, you're right. We have to take into the fact that this is someone's mom. It changes and everything. And like adult behaviors on social media are just different from ours. They're not to be trusted. Like, and it's not malicious. Like it's literally just like active, active, post, post, no, post, like, like, I like, know, like, I know you. I know that face. Like, yeah. So it doesn't mean as much and it doesn't like carry the weight that it carries for us. So I would just add, my question to you is, does she like all of your photos like so passionately and vigorously? What are her social media patterns? What other businesses does she like on Facebook? Is it all of her acquaintances, people she's ever met, their endeavors? Like, is she just a supportive person? Mom? Like, look at other, is it just, is she giving this girl special treatment or is this how she treats every right. Joe Schmo in Is her this life? a pattern? 
it's a good question and one worth pursuing. So and best then, of luck to you. Once you have the answer to that, you will know whether or not it's benign or serious. And if it's serious, Bring just it up. talk to your boyfriend. You know, you guys, even though you might look a little crazy, like your transparency is key. I agree. But just try not to like, you know, be so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like try and say it in a way that's like not crazy. <laughs> Hi, Claudia and Jackie. How you doing? Doing good. My mom. <laughs> My mom and I are obsessed with the podcast and we listen every day. I need some serious advice. My best friend and I have been best friends for over a little, a little over seven years. Over the past few months, her brother, who's six years older than me, we have developed a romantic relationship. I have a very close relationship with her family and he and I are both nervous that they will not be supportive of our relationship. So we've had to keep it a secret and have both been sneaking around. It's safe to say I'm in love with him and he is everything of the sort. Additionally, his sister, my best friend, has become unhealthily obsessed with me recently and constantly needs my attention and validation. Some days I've even gotten 10 calls from her and I get constant text messages. It has gotten to the point that if I don't answer, she will ask if I hate her or question my loyalty to our friendship. She gets upset when I hang out with our other friends without her and thinks our friendship means less because of my other relationships. I love her to death and would never think about ending my friendship with her. I just don't know how to approach the situation. Please help me with these two problems. One, telling my best friend and her family about my relationship with her brother. And two, how do I approach telling her I need to have some personal space and that our friendship is stable and I can maintain a relationship with her while having relationships with others. Hope to hear from you. Well, by the way, it's very clear that like since becoming in a relationship, like you maybe have pulled back from the relationship with the friend and that's why she's like having anxiety. So maybe if she knew like that you've just been like holding the secret and it's been like killing you. One, like, you could kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, I do think that they're linked to these two problems. Interesting. I hadn't thought of it like that, but I do think that you're right. I think if you come forward, she'll understand why maybe you've been more absent. And I also feel like it will solve two issues. One, she'll have a better understanding that you still want to be her friend forever. Nothing has changed. But also like it might have her back off a little bit if like you're now dating her brother, like in a, in a positive way. I yeah, think she'll you be, should, become sisters. I think that you should come, right, exactly. I think you should come forward with it. But obviously, of course, like now you have to marry the brother. Otherwise, you've just ruined everything. Oh, that's the thing. Like talk to the brother first. Like be before like, you blow this up, be like, we're getting married, right? Like, right, like, you know. Like, no, just make sure you're both like actually serious because this is like, it, it's it, in the end, it's great, but it will be like awkward for a little while. So just make sure that like you're both on the same page in terms of this relationship. No. Like we are OTP, correct? If everything works out, like, this is amazing. Your best friend became your sister. You guys just got even closer than she even wanted. Like, you have a man, and he's everything of the sort. Like, we'd love to see it. Um, if this is just a fling, like, you've lost your boyfriend, you lost your best friend, you lost your family. If this is family. a fling, like, get the, like, fling yourself out of it. Like, it's so not worth it. Oh, also, um, but okay, but come clean, question, because also the longer you keep a secret, like. The more hurtful. And then they're like, it's not about the secrets that you didn't tell yeah, it's me. Not it's not about like, what you no, did. It's, it's like, about the secret. Yeah, right, of course. Of course, it's always about the secret. <laughs> Question for you. What? What if it's not a fling, but like they don't wind up getting married? Like they're together for like four years and then they break up. Terrible. Like, terrible. Yeah, you should have known. Yeah, but like that's not a reason not to pursue a relationship. I hate right. when people do that. Like, oh, your best friend is my sister. Like what? Just fucking like live life. Yeah, but definitely like it requires a little more caution because you, there's more at stake. Yeah. But you still need to follow your heart. Just be communicative. Like, make sure to talk to the boyfriend first. Be like, before we come clean, like, I'm serious about this. Are you? Because, like, yeah, like, I'm not going to blow up my relationship with your sister and your whole family just so you could change your mind in a month. No, and it's like, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, we're exclusive. Like, make sure, like, all of all those the, things. the key points... Like, we're yeah. moving in the right direction. Maybe, like, have some hard conversations that you maybe would have had later, but just to, like, make sure you guys, you know. Yeah. There's so much going on here, but I, I can't stress enough how important this particular conversation is because, like, it's the key to the whole thing. Yeah. It's the foundation in which, like, your plan is built on. So talk to the boyfriend first. Yeah, just, like, make sure you guys are, like, aligned on how you want to raise kids, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so yeah, nothing, like, parenting style. <laughs> so nothing comes up down the road that would, like, ruin everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, in this book I read. Um, okay, Dear Jackson Claude, this is our final one. This is going to sound crazy, but I think something is up with my boyfriend and his sister-in-law. Oh my, this is also like the book I just read. Okay. A little backstory. Oh, now you sound like me. I, I know. It's just like in this book I just read. I know. Claudia. Okay. A little backstory. The sister-in-law is married to my boyfriend's older brother. She's the same age as my boyfriend and they went through elementary, middle, and high school together. My sister-in-law is married to my boyfriend's older brother. So it's two brothers. She's the girlfriend of the younger and the older brother has a sister, has a uh, wife. They've been, so... The sister-in-law and her boyfriend. Husband. No, no. And the boyfriend. Oh, oh. have Are the same age and they went to elementary, middle, and high school together. I met her. Before I met her, my boyfriend would talk so much shit about her. How she's messy, leaves garbage all over her car, doesn't work, etc. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 
just like so mean. The worst thing you can she doesn't work. Like these garbage all over her car. Like those are some of the worst no, things you that can you could think about someone yeah. about another person. And that's also like just don't leave garbage all over your car because like that's just never how you want to be described. That's not how you want to be remembered. Okay, so I go out of town to meet his family. Things seem normal until we meet the family at the brother and sister-in-law's house. Are you okay? Okay, I go out of town. Until it's, it's so confusing. It's, and it's also hard for me to move on like from one quandary to another. Okay, I go, I go out, of, out of town to meet his family. Things seem normal until we meet the family at the brother and sister-in-law's house. Mm. The brother is in and out of the picture because his job requires him to leave town a lot. After a few beers, I'm sitting talking to the family. I notice my boyfriend just getting like weird, uncomfortable almost. Side note, we have been together since August but moved in together within four months months quarantine makes people crazy then we leave and we're all we're hugging everyone goodbye and it was so fucking awkward between them i felt like there was this weird vibe you know when you just feel it the sister-in-law is the total opposite of me imagine i am megan fox she is the mousy amanda seafried character in jennifer's body i could tell she's thinking who the fuck are you this whole time while talking to me a few weeks later the sister-in-law is following me on every single social media platform weird as weird as we didn't hit it off Mm mm-hmm then my boyfriend posted me in his story. She replied, fire emoji. And I tried to be funny and scroll up in his DMs because the bubble looked big. He didn't let me and closed out of his app hella quick. Now he's, n- now he's not talking that much shit about her and I just can't shake the feeling that something is up. Help. I fully understand that I should just be upfront and ask him. I'm an adult and I, know, and I know this, but is there any other option? Signed, my boyfriend may be in love with his sister-in-law. So I'm inclined to like tell you that you're crazy, but there is something about a woman's intuition. Like sometimes when you get a gut, like you just like need to follow it. I agree, but it also doesn't sound like your boyfriend's going to be super forthcoming because, like, he didn't let you read the messages. Unless he's, like, working on the proposal with your sister But they all. they've only been together since August. But they move quickly. Quarantine Four makes months, crazy yeah. things happen. Um, so, like, there's a chance that, like, he wants to hide something, you know, like, it's a surprise for you in, his, in the DMs. It's I don't think they're, like, sexting in the DMs. You need to get your monocle out and do a little What's spy work. What's a monocle? Work. Oh, okay. Yeah, the little eye. And do a little spy work. I think keep your concerns to yourself until you have something to bring to him. Otherwise, you look crazy and he'll cover his trail better. And And you just sound like a conspiracy theorist. You're right. You need proof. And then he starts to like, and then he's like, oh, she's clogged. Like, let me cover cover up up my tracks. So do better. So (laughs) I would say keep a close, close eye. Nothing to see here yet, but get get to work on the detective front yeah uh, that's probably the best advice i can't do any better like until you have proof like keep it to yourself keep your cards close to your chest and just snoop because right now he doesn't know that you're, that you're on to him so that's like the best type of way to attack you know yep trust your gut but get some concrete proof as well trust yeah. the proof yeah well good luck with that and thank you to everyone who wrote into dear toasters a reminder if you ever want to write into our email is deartoasters at gmail.com we always keep it anonymous and you can write in about anything from sister-in-law did your boyfriend accidentally just in a cup it's all up there and so just also if we've if you owe us an update please send us an update we've had so many good ones in the last few weeks and we want to hear from you guys so let us know what happened if you wrote in and we read it on air yeah i think that's it and i think that's all she wrote Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you have an amazing hump day. Don't forget to hump someone you love. Make it through today, and then we're on the other side of this week. So just keep your eyes closed and persevere. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.